0: You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Covone, episode number 16. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, ex-corporate leader turned executive coach and speaker. I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom and personal development, to inspire you to achieve success, both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Hi there, and thank you for being here. I'm so delighted to bring you the 60th episode of Innovation Made Easy podcast. And it's just amazing the journey that that I have been through, and I hope you've been coming along on the journey of this uh, 60 episodes. There is a a lot of evolution, a lot of um, evolving of my thinking, of my work, and uh, and it's just amazing to see how much you can accomplish over just a little bit more than a year, and uh, how we changed and evolved when we really put the intentions behind it. So today I wanted to go into one of the chapters of the emotional intelligence um, science or coaching practice. And uh, I wanna talk about a model that I really think is very powerful and that I use a lot also with my clients because I know how it is easy uh, and easier to understand and retain um, a concept when we have some codes and some um, short names for, for things that we can refer to. So today, I wanna talk about um, a model that is called cash, written with K, so K A S H. And and this is a really powerful way of looking at how we show up as leaders in our workplace, with our people, with our teams, um, but even sometimes at home or with our community, in whatever leadership position you uh, find yourself. So CASH stands for knowledge, attitude, skills and habits. And, and the concept here is that. We don't just consume knowledge, and by just consuming knowledge, we directly um, retain that knowledge. And I think this is very important, because oftentimes you will have people that uh, want to change something, and the first idea is that, okay, I'm going to go and buy a book, or I'm going to go and buy a training, or I'm going to go and watch a video somewhere. and and that is a part of the journey of change. Of course, I'm not saying that this is not something very important to do, but you can't just do that. And so you go in, you fully immerse yourself into some content, you consume it. How often have you gone to a course and you think you understood the concept really well, you were fully motivated and inspired in the moment. And you might have also practiced it in the training itself. So in that sense, it's better maybe than some a lot of other books where it's really just um content and concepts but but then you know you go back and a week later you already forgot everything and you go back to your normal life and you spend that money and you spend that time with that hope and ambition and desire and drive but that really faded quite quickly and nothing changes nothing happened so so this is why this cache allows you to, to re-identify what's in the way and, and, and what, what you need to do, what you want to do to change really for good. So you go and consume content and that's the key, So that you build knowledge. And you build knowledge through a, diff- a lot of different ways. But let's say you go to a training, you want to you know, become more uh, a better leader, right? you want to be inspiring your team more so you go into this course and you think like yeah okay these are the concepts these are the case studies i understand it but as i said this doesn't become a skill which is the s of the cash model if there is not something else you do and so what you do you is that you are your practice you start applying those knowledge and make it yours and so the more you're apply that practice the more applied the knowledge the more that it becomes the skill so then you can say okay i'm skilled at that so let's say we're talking about presentation skills right so you are you have been going to a training maybe this is what i did back 25 years ago or something 22 years ago maybe and so you you go to this training and you understand the practice you're sending tricks and then you start applying them and i can tell you still to the today, I remember some of the things that were taught to uh, me back then in, those, in that training, so that it became a skill. However, knowledge and skill is you know, the old-fashioned way of doing courses and training. And it's still very effective, of course, but it's often not enough. And this is where the other two letters really start making sense. The other letters are attitude and habits. And I love the sentence, this quote that says, "You're only as good as your worst habit." And I think it's so fascinating because if you think about it, you know you can be, you can be training and running every day and going exercising every day, but then if you stop at the petrol station and buy every day, you know, a full bag of buns and eat them all up. Well, you know, your health might not be as good as it could be. So isn't it fascinating, right? So we do a lot of things, maybe on one, one side, but then we completely trash it on the other side. So let's think about it. You're only as good as your, low, as your lowest worst habit. So we got to look at those habits and understand what is staying in the way. You know, if I show up in some meetings and I'm really positive and optimist, But then in some other meetings, I'm really grumpy and and dismissive of others' opinions and really pushing and really fighting in meetings. In that meeting, it doesn't matter if the other meetings are great. If that meeting is poorly managed by yourself, then that's what the impression will stay. So really think about it. You're only as good as your worst habit. And this is why we really want to have... A good understanding of what are the habits. So if I'm if I'm a, went to this presentation skills training and I do know the knowledge and do have the knowledge and the skills of presenting. However, there are some things I do, some habits that I have, some ticks maybe that I have. So maybe I don't look at people in the eyes, or maybe I look too much at my notes, which is similar to not looking at people in the eyes. If I am too if my story is not engaging enough, if I'm, if I'm not thinking about the artist, so it's some of those habits of not preparing myself enough, right? So if all of these habits are not serving me, the result will end, at the end of the day, not be what I want. It doesn't matter if I have a good knowledge, it doesn't matter if I know I can present well, If the content is not good. So if that is staying in the way. So we really wanna be observing and understanding our habits and that is really about um, looking below the surface um, and it's kind of be interested and curious around our own behaviors and understand where they are what's origin of that behavior what is the habit that is in that is there that is expressing uh, ultimately that behavior and finally your attitude your attitude is so important attitudes if you go into google and search for a definition there i think it's interesting to just see and really um have a common understanding of what we mean by attitude and the definition says it's a settled way of thinking or feeling about something now it's interesting because you know that attitude also has a second meaning which is very loaded right when somebody says this person has an attitude and and i think I wonder why the what the origin of that um, expression actually is in English, because kind of we think of attitude often in a negative way. Versus attitude could also very well be a positive attitude. You're positive, in, you're leaning in, um, and it's really something that is the result of of your thoughts, of the values that are important to you. So it results into a specific behavior. And attitude is often living under the surface, so it's not so obvious. And we don't sometimes pay attention to it, or we're not very self-aware of it. And this makes it even more important, right? So knowledge and skills clearly out there. Officially, you have diploma, certification. You've proven record of, of what your skills are and your knowledge is the attitudes are really much more subtle and therefore are more important for us to be aware of them to understand which one are they serving us versus which ones are not serving us so often we we have the example of somebody sending you to a course for instance but you are not um it wasn't your intention. It wasn't your will. You were not really interested in going there. So your attitude towards that training will affect how you show up. Will affect how much you listen. Will affect how much you're going to be challenging and always finding things that are not interesting for you, for you to switch off to to confirm your bias, to confirm your initial thought that I didn't want to go to this course, or if it, if you're somebody is asking you to do a presentation just for visibility reasons you are, your attitude towards that is negative because you're feeling like this is is ridiculous, it's pointless and so all those thoughts that provoke you to have that attitude will not serve you in the moment you're preparing or even when you're showing up for that presentation versus reframing your attitude, understanding where you're coming from and thinking really intentionally, how can I rephrase it? How can I reframe this in a way that serves me in a way that's going to... Give me an inspiration to show up and do a great job. So attitudes are a fundamental piece of how we um, ultimately leverage our presence, how we show up, how we interact with people. So if you think about what we went through, right? The cash model. So knowledge, the base, you want to understand things. That becomes knowledge when you understand something. Your attitude towards that knowledge, that subject, how you feel about it, how inspired are you, the pull versus push, how interested are you in leveraging that knowledge versus how dismissal are you, how negative are you. And then the S of skills, right? So you have this attitude that you want to be. The best in that, so you take that knowledge and you really practice it over and over again, so that it becomes a skill, and then the skill becomes a habit, so something you don't need to even to think about i o- I often like to use as you know, the examples of exercising habit as opposed to rituals are something that we do automatically there is not a lot of thoughts that you need to put into so we want to create a healthy habit not unhealthy habits. and a healthy habit is something like like you do every day right you shower every day you don't need to think about am I gonna to shower today am I gonna am I gonna go exercising today am I gonna eat breakfast today sometimes we don't need right to think about those things they come automatically so those are habits and the same we can do when we preparing for a presentation. Sometimes. I still see a lot of, of my clients that they simply need to put emphasis and focus and thoughts around, yes, I'm gonna show up to these meetings prepared as opposed to I'm just gonna show up. And, and so if you create a habit of preparing for this present for every meeting, because you have created that routine for you so that you can do it all the time, then you don't need to think about it. Then it becomes a habit, but it doesn't become a habit by itself. First, you need the intention, you need the repetition. So you need to know what you're going to do, know what you're going to prepare off. You need that attitude of, I really want to show up in this meeting as my best self. I really want to optimize my time and everybody else's time. So that attitude is really a key pillar for you to leverage your skills to then show up and have habits that serve you. And so you can use this model. Uh, for a lot of things. I like to use it for assessing where you are and where you want to go in, in in your job, for example, in your career, but it could also be your personal life. It could be towards a goal you want to obtain. So to really decomplexify and decompose it in, in its key elements, so you start thinking, okay, if I want to reach my goal, goal about getting promoted or losing 10 kilos, or start exercising regularly. So you start listing, okay, what are the knowledge? What are all, What is all the knowledge that I have? What are the skills that I have? What are the good habits that I already have? What are the bad habits that I need, that I want to mine and address and change? that Because today they're not serving me to reach my goal. And then is there anything around my set of values and my attitude towards certain things that might um, hold me back so one of the things that i was coaching a client recently was about black and white thinking around exercising so sometimes we think very radical if you exercise you go one hour at the gym or one and a half hours or whatever and either or you don't do anything or you think that whatever you've done is nothing worth talking about and that's an attitude thing that's really um, a decision that you make about thinking. Well, those five minutes that I walk around the block, I, I don't consider them as exercising. Well, why not? Who says that that's not exercising? Sure, you haven't done the full workout, but it's still better than nothing. So I really also think that that that's something, an attitude that you have towards exercising that I think is interesting to to observe to understand how hard you are with yourself and how actually you know if you really look at your day. You did this and this that are a prove, um, proven record of some habits that you have that serve you so you can shift by just analyzing and understanding your thoughts, you can actually shift your mindset even without having to change anything externally. So really think about this model every time you want to reach a goal. What are the knowledge, what what is all the knowledge that I already have and what is the knowledge gap that I have and that I want to fill for reaching a certain goal? What are the habits that I have today that serve me? What are the habits that I have that don't serve me towards that goal? What are the skill set that I already have and that I'm happily want to leverage versus what are the skills that I think might be useful for me to reach that goal and how am I going to go about them? How am I going to fill those gaps? How am I going to generate those skills? What activities am I going to implement in my daily life, in my, daily, in my weekly practice and schedule in my monthly schedule that will help me uh, reach my goal? And then finally, what are the attitudes that I have? And really be honest with yourself, what are all the things that I'm thinking, all the beliefs that I have, limiting beliefs and empowering beliefs that I have that are um, around this topic and this goal. So the cash model, I think um, you will find it very useful if you start applying it and I look forward to hearing how you're doing about it. So I wish you a wonderful week and until next week, bye. Mm. Hey, before I let you go, I wanted to let you know that I have a free masterclass for you to access. It is a comprehensive um, class about why we procrastinate and what we can do to instead achieve massive results. If you're tired of dreaming and wanting and you're ready to take inspired and effective action, then this masterclass is for you. Mm Go to covone.se forward slash goal and get instant access to this free masterclass to help you finally stop procrastinating and allow your dreams and wants to take back the front seat.